All right, hello, idiots on braid, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Jake, I'm in Minong, Wisconsin. Have you ever heard of it? I I have not, no. It sounds like a weird serial killer town, though. I'd be careful. Well, it, actually, you have heard of it, even though you haven't heard of it. Uh, Minong? Yeah, I didn't. Huh. I didn't know what it was. But when I showed up, I do my comedy. I did my show last night. It, went, it was really fun. It's, it's this little, small, nowhere town in Wisconsin, but it is the world headquarters of um, shit jerky links or something. I can't remember which one it is. I've got them all in there. You know those commercials messing with Squ- Sasquatch? Uh, messing with Sasquatch. Oh, God damn it. I hate the fact that you are so out of the loop on everything. Uh, the president is orange and water is wet. It's this famously... Dude, what the hell is Sasquatch? It's... No, I'm that? fucking with you. I'm fucking yeah. with you. I've never <laughs> seen a commercial, though. Well, they're they're really popular. They for, It's a beef jerky company, and their, their commercials are really popular. What they do is they take Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever, and they put them in a situation with three... You know, people who are like, "Hey, let's pull a joke on Sasquatch." Like, I, I can't like I can't even think of one right now. You should Google uh, yeah, them. and Sasquatch don't like me. It's called Sasquatch. That's considered like a racial slur now. Right. It's, it's it's Bigfoot. He likes Bigfoot. Right. Well, either way, whenever they pull a joke on him, he freaks out because he's Bigfoot, and he like will basically not kill, but kill one of them. Like pick him up and throw him a hundred yards across the ground, or smash their car. So it always backfires. That's the point of the joke. Is no one would ever fuck with Sasquatch, but these people do. They're like, oh, let's play a joke, and it always backfires. And I didn't know that it was in this little fucking nowhere town of Wisconsin. This this huge company is in the middle of nowhere. So that's where well, I Well, I mean, that's usually the way it goes. you gotta, you got to have room to make stuff. You know what I mean? Like, big cities don't really have massive factories like that. I mean, there's some on the outside, outskirts of the city. I was going to say, I, usually they're, fa- they're on the outside. I suppose a beef jerky, they're, they're right next to the right. product here. They, yeah, they, they yeah. raise I, the cows, they kill them. a lot of beef jerky around here, man. That is true, but, uh, well. Minong, though, that doesn't sound like the name of a place in Wisconsin. That that sounds like something you'd hear in, like, a Vietnam flashback. Right? right? Yeah. Like, you, you weren't there. You don't know what I had to do with Minong, <laughs> man. Don't you tell me about hell. I've been to hell. I've been to Manong. Well, that's the thing is, uh, I grew up in Wisconsin, so I'm used to uh, Oconomowoc, Milwaukee, all the uh, Native American sounding names. But you're right. This, this sounds more like where the fuck did we pull China out of or Vietnam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so is is this beef jerky better when you get it right from the source? Uh, fuck what I know. I'm sure it is. But wait I'm a minute. You mean to, to tell me you went to Manong, Wisconsin, and didn't have beef jerky? Been a vegetarian since 1991. Oh, yeah. I forget that all the time. <laughs> Dude, if, if there's one day to kind of throw your heels up and uh, break that little <laughs> rule, it's in Manong, Wisconsin. You didn't tell the Manong people that you were vegetarian. No, no, no. Dude, no, I, heard, no. I heard they put vegetarians in the beef jerky in Manong. You might want to fucking stay in the closet on that one, dude. I'm so far in the closet. That's what I like when you say that you constantly forget because. Like, that, that's what I like about my in-the-closet quietness, is I am the furthest 180 opposite other direction from an in-your-face, preachy, cunt vegetarian. You don't know it unless you actively hand me meat, and I go, ah, I'm not interested. Oh, come on, dude. No, that's cool. Oh, you have to eat it. I, I won't eat it. Like, 
it takes a lot to get it out of me. I, I don't sit at a... I'll go to In-N-Out Burger with my friends and sit there while they eat and not care. I'll, I'll get a milkshake and french fries. I'm not... I'm not a pussy about it. Like, you guys shouldn't be eating that. Why are you killing cows? Fuck it. So that, I like the fact that you forget that I'm a vegetarian. It means I'm doing something right. I'm not up in anybody's fucking grill about it. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's like, well, I, I think there is good moral reasons to not eat meat. That being said, when somebody, like, gets too preachy about it, it almost makes me want to eat more meat. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I saw online this morning, um, and I don't know if it's fake. Well, I mean, it's, the, the picture looks real. Uh, the, the caption, let, let me pull it up. I'll read it verbatim. I will uh, explain to you what I'm looking at, and then I'll tell you my comment. It's, it's along the exact same lines of what you're talking about. Uh, Ashley Glaw on Facebook, A-S-H-L-E-Y-G-L-A-W-E. She posted, she is in an emergency room, and she's got her, the side of her head shaved because that's how she rocks. She's got tattoos all over. She's got multiple piercings in her ear. Wait, who is this? The, the, some random girl that posted on Facebook and it okay. went viral. So and the picture is, I will, I will read the caption and you will get the picture. Current situation. I was holding my snake and his dumbass saw a hole, which just happened to be my fucking earlobe and thought that it would be a bright idea to attempt to make it through. It all happened so fast that before I even knew what was going on, it was already too late. Now I'm sitting here in the emergency room with Bart stuck in my fucking ear. Just my fucking luck. Gauged ear. Hashtag gauged ears. So she's literally got a snake through her gauge where her the the earlobe is the gauge and she's in an emergency room trying to get the snake out of her earlobe and the only thing i could think of when i saw this person with the shaved head and the tattoos and the snake because they have the, the where the ear is this is why people vote trump like literally it's the same thing as when you hear a preachy vegan you're like now i want a hamburger i look at someone that's this far and i'm like i trump is president because of you see i i I disagree on that one. I think the snake and the ear people don't get that political. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I think they're more nihilists. I think I think they're just like, who's running? I'm on heroin. I don't care. That's a good point. I have a snake I actually, in my ear. I might have if to Hillary dial Clinton would have won, I still would have had a snake in my ear. Do you, do you realize how little I care about what happens in the world when I have a snake in my ear? Oh, well, your health insurance. I, I have snakes. In my fucking ear, man. Like, I don't... It was not just snakes. Not my go goddamn pet snake. My stupid, for some reason, I want a snake as a pet, went through my goddamn earlobe where I think it's a good yes. idea to put fucking bigger and bigger circles so that they stretch out. And, of course, it's a white chick. I mean, that's that's the part that annoys me. Uh, I just... Which, white, white chicks have too much time on their hands is what I think. I don't get it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of white dudes with snakes in their ears. I'm just saying, <laughs> neither candidate was really preaching to the snake-in-the-ear crowd. I never heard one speech directed at them. I, I, I never heard anybody really going for them. Bernie Sanders a I little bit. I was just going to say, maybe, maybe if maybe Bernie Sanders had pushed speeches. for it, he could have gotten a better showing in the primaries. Maybe if he had gone after that demographic. The 1% does not want you to have snakes in your ears. Why? Because they're all controlled by the banks and they run the media. You'll never see a snake in the ear on the, on, on, on the major news networks. Uh, that's funny stuff. Well, Jake, uh, bad news hit this morning. It's too bad because um, I was a big Bernie guy. So I think, I think I'm technically with the snake 
I, I disagree, dude. I'm, I'm now on the side of the snake of the year person, man. I, I, you've, you've convinced me uh, to, to, to go against you on this one. I'm, I'm glad snake we, in the year. I like that we have these disagreements, God damn it. It means uh, it's, if we always agree with one another, well, things get boring. So Has anyone in Donald Trump's cabinet ever had a snake in their ear? Not, no, I don't think so. Well, Kelly and Conway, it wouldn't surprise me given, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure um, some of them have blown a lizard man, all right? But that's not what I'm talking about. Snake that's just how they got to power. That's just blowing an evil it. lizard man that runs yeah. the economy. That's right. Well, speaking of Donald Trump, this is sad news today. Uh, Trey and Matt, the creators of South Park, gave an interview yesterday, and they are going to stop making fun of Donald Trump. And the reason they're going to stop making fun of Donald Trump is they say it is impossible to be funnier than he is. They said that they try and be absurd in the cartoon, but then he does something even more absurd in real life, and they're like, it's not fucking worth it. It's impossible to create satire out of living satire. The man is impossible to mock because he is a walking piece of satire mocking reality. So That bums me out. They did a good job with that. They did a great job, but they said it's too difficult. They, they, they're not. I, I get the reason. It's not like they're going. Well, he's president now, so we shouldn't make fun of him, or we're afraid of him. They're just like, this guy is fucking absurd. How do you mock someone that's already absurd? That bums me out because I don't. I don't know if you remember during George Bush's first year in office, those guys made a, a, a TV show called That's My Bush. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I watched all. What was it? Six episodes. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of them, but they, they were fucking great. It was a whole sitcom for the listeners about um, George Bush in the White House. They did well, it in like the let's, ultra let's sitcom style. They had like a canned audience. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's go back uh, to the the beginning. What they what the problem was um, is they had announced they were going to do a sitcom based on whoever got elected president, and then fiasco. really they they announced that before he even got elected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to they, they, they announced. I this. did not know that. Yeah, it was either going to be Al Gore or George Bush Jr. And then Fiasco 2000 happened and they were literally sitting on their dicks going, all right, can you work this shit out? We have a sitcom to get started. Look it up. It's a really neat story that, you know, yeah. production was ready to go right after the election. And then nothing because, you know, weeks and weeks of recounts and until the final Supreme Court decision that gave it to Junior, they were literally sitting there waiting, going, well, we need to write some scripts because wow. we need to know who's going to be fucking president. I, you know, that almost makes me glad that uh, George Bush won that one because uh, that wouldn't have been nearly as funny a show with Al Gore. You know, they were sitting there keeping their fingers crossed for Bush, man. I but, think they could have had fun with a stiff Al Gore character I always walking around robotically. I think they could have had fun with a stiff Al Gore, but it wouldn't have been as good, is what I'm saying. Like, they could have made it work, yeah. but they wouldn't have made it as good. Well, the thing that you said uh, is true, and what was beautiful about the show, That's My Bush, is they sent up every single um, stereotype involving sitcoms. Like, they took the, you know, just all the classic... One person is somehow in a corner of a room or a closet and overhears two people saying something out of context and it creates a wacky situation, you know, like how there's always something misconstrued. It was, it played up to the stereotypes of a sitcom. It didn't even, oh, yeah, it, was great. it was completely original by being stereotypical. The wah, wah. And it was, it was yeah, so funny yeah. because they didn't, they, 
Yeah, like it was. It was basically every episode was an episode of Three's Company. That's what yeah. It was great. like a total tongue in cheek sitcom kind of. Thing. Yeah, tongue in cheek send up of sitcoms. Yeah, and I mean, like the yeah, the, the premises were just over. The, there was that one where he was trying to um, secretly pardon um, Jack Kevorkian. Yeah. The, uh, to uh, to euthanize his cat. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he wanted it to be put down by the best, and. Uh, but yeah, he was like trying to save his marriage at the same time. It was, it, it, yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was the one where he accidentally eats ecstasy, uh, <laughs> like a like a don't that, do drugs benefit or whatever. Is that shit on Netflix or online somewhere? Do you know? I, I don't know, man. I you know that the thing is they did that and it was really good, and then nine eleven happened, and then there was that whole six month period where. Making fun of the president was absolutely unthinkable because he's 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 a hero and the greatest president that ever lived. And then after about six months, everyone was like, oh, yeah, this guy's fucking borderline autistic. What the hell are we doing? You know, (laughs) I I I will have to look it up. I'll look it up right now. But I I do think you're wrong. I think it just got canceled even before 9-11 due to low ratings. I'm not positive. Yeah, Low I rating. think it, God yeah, damn it. I think it was How just canceled. I love, love that. Well, I love that show. Yeah, I don't think people knew of it. All right, Bin Laden, you're off the hook for this one. But um, uh, yeah, I just God okay. I am opening the Wikipedia page right now. And Low ratings now. The show, the show itself was actually a broad lampoon of American sitcoms, including lame jokes, a laugh track, and stock characters. You know, I mean, that's what it was. It was great. Um, Tentatively titled "Everybody Loves Al," uh, you know, thanks to the outcome politically satirized over there. Number of episodes: eight. Season one, season eight episodes. History was behind. Okay, so casting formula, prior episodes. Oh, it doesn't say why. Well, it, it does say a DVD set release uh, came out in two thousand six, October. But I, I don't know if you can find that anywhere. I think I have that. You have the DVDs. I don't know if I still got them, but I think I remember ordering them a long time ago just because it was like, yeah, you couldn't – that thing was not on TV anywhere, man. And then I just kind of found it while I was basically doing what you are right now, trying to figure out how I could watch it. And Yeah. yeah. I, Prior to the election, uh, Parker and Stone were 95% certain that Gore would win, so they were uh, getting uh, ready to do that. Wow. That's that's crazy, man. So when when did it actually get get canceled? That's what I'm Does looking it for. Is it, well, it just said one season. Does and it I, say I, the dates of the episodes that they were released? Here we go. Comedy Central officially canceled the series in August of 2001 as a cost-cutting move. Uh, the cost per episode was too high, about one million an episode. And uh, it broke the budget, so it was not cost-effective. Ah, okay. So it did happen before 9-11. That was in, it was in August 2001. It was 1 million an episode. Ratings weren't there. So, yeah, eight You know, episodes. I, I got to... I'm, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to issue another apology to Osama bin Laden. I've been blaming him for this <laughs> for, like, a decade and a half, man. I just sort of... Yeah, I, you know, I was drunk and high a lot back then. And, I, I you know, my, my, uh, my timelines didn't match up. I, I just sort of assumed... That it was nine eleven. Why you couldn't make another season about the president? But if- now, when we're losing Jake, so I'll just start talking. Um, when I did Google, that's my Bush. The theme song came up on YouTube. So if you do, hey, wanna- what's that thing? It's my Bush. Yeah, that was. Oh, you even remember show. it? I don't remember. I that, remember the yeah, theme you- song. 
That's you right. Can, you, it's a 30-second YouTube click. You can Google it and listen to it. So we lost you there for a second, so I just talked over the static. Um, they, wait, do they have the actual episodes on YouTube? Uh, you, you might be able to search and find them. I, I've found full movies on YouTube and episodes yeah, of other things. Yeah, but I, all I, I, I found, watched a ton of full movies. On all I did was uh, see the, the, the theme song, so... All right, so Jake. Well, at least uh, they came back and made Book of Mormon after that. They yes, showed those fuckers. Which we have talked about extensively. You have to go see it, listeners. If you have not, it is Absolutely. the best thing ever. So, Jake, you got uh, moved tonight. So let's talk uh, personal life. I got a story about uh, what's going on in my life. You got a story about what's going on in your life, kind of. You got moved tonight. So you're your nightman at the airport. What's that like? Yeah, it sucks. I am uh, currently using all of my my daytime hours before work to find other job. Ah, because yes, there's no this chance job of them not working. Switching other you job down. must have. No, no, it. it I, I tried. So I, I, they put I, got, you out there? I got an interview lined up next week, man. Um, so hopefully it's going to go good. You had but, no say in it, like, hey, we want to move you to nights at the airport, and you're like, ah, I don't think so, and they went, well, you're going. No, they they moved me because you get you you rotated the airport for like four months, right? And they call it it's some super condescending name, but it's called the best of the best program. And I'm I'm like, but it's it's shitty though. And they're like, no, but it's what we do for oh, just the people that are performing really well, and it's a good honor to go to the airport and it helps you get promoted. And I'm like, yeah, but it totally sucks ass. You're you're you, you have to go to a different location. You're working weird hours, but you're in the best of the best. Brand. Like anytime something has a a super, like I, I don't know, almost like you're naming it for a five year old. Like, oh, oh yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. It's a this bait is for and the switch. very special little boy program. It is, you know, it's it's just like you're you're trying to. Do the, the the trick where you're you're the parent that has the the, the spinach on the spoon. Uh, you're like, oh, open up! It's an airplane. You're. It's like, no, it's not an airplane. It's vegetables, and I fucking hate that. You know, that's that's what they're doing right now. And yeah, it's 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 awful, man. Well, I I like what you told me. Uh, that tell the listeners that you actively people come to the airport with fake IDs to just steal the cars and send them to chop shops. Like I never knew that was a thing. Like, oh, yeah. like, they just show up and, like, all right, I need to rent this car, and then you never see it again. So you have to, like, you're on high alert at the airport all of a sudden. First of all, it's got to be busier because people are getting off planes and renting cars uh, constantly. So are they open 24 hours there, or? No, but pretty damn close. I mean, we're open from 6 in the morning to midnight. Yeah, so, so just the, the yeah, and, and even then, there's, like, an after-hours drop-off where, like, a few blocks away where, where they can drop the cars if, if it's after-hours. But yeah, people do. They steal try to rental rent cars. cars there and, and steal them. Yeah, they'll have they'll have fake IDs and and all that kind of thing. But we we have these little black light things that we put the um, the IDs and the credit cards under, and you, you're supposed to see a hologram. And if if there's if there's not a hologram on the IDs that should be, then you know it's a fake. Yeah. Uh, I mean, older older IDs are just ones from certain states, just won't have them. But most of the big states, it will. The, the New York one will have one. And most states will have them, especially if it's a newer ID. But if it's, for some reason, an older ID from, I don't know, maybe Kentucky or something, then it's not going to even, – even older IDs from New York are, aren't going to have them, depending on how old they are. But if it's, if it's a newer one there where you, know, you recognize the type of ID, 
and you're like, that one is supposed to have an ID, a hologram on it, and it doesn't have a hologram, or the hologram just looks weird. Like, instead of the, the eagle that's supposed to be on there, or, or your picture, like in California, it's just a picture of a dick or a uh, guy stealing a car, <laughs> then you know, like, oh, this guy stealing a car, a hologram. It's that guy stealing a car. Son of a bitch. He's, he's no. driving off with the old um, Hamburglar mask over just his eyes. Like, we're not going to recognize him for some reason. So the the so sometimes they could have holograms even if they're 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 messy but it's like high tech fake IDs it's not like the movie Weird Science where Anthony Michael Hall had a uh, or was that was that Breakfast Club either way where the fake ID is like him as a black woman or an old Asian man trying to buy no no to take it in and buy liquor like hi I'm an eight seventeen year old white kid but here's my fake ID of a black woman can I buy some beer it's, it's no actually, when you're trying to steal cars good. from the airport you have to. It, the, the, the people trying to get beer with their fake IDs are not putting as much time and resources into getting the car as the guy trying to steal a Cadillac from the airport. Huh. Well, there you go. Well, uh, we won't be seeing, hopefully, you there much more. I mean, is there, so that just basically takes comedy off the table for you if you're working. It does, yeah, because I'm working week. five days a week, or sorry, five nights a week until midnight, man. What the hell am I going to do? Yeah, find the Dave Attell always asked for the two a.m. slot at the Comedy Cellar, so that was one of those legends that he wanted the worst of the worst of the audience because he knew if he could win them over, he was actually doing something right. That's, that's uh, that a popular a legend, place. anyway. And, and you don't have to fight as hard for those spots either. That is true. <laughs> so uh, that's what's going on in your world. My world is uh, just got back from California. The mother-in-law lives there. The wife wanted to go visit her mom. And uh, so we took the entire family to California, got back on Tuesday, and uh, the mom lives in an 18,000-person gated community, which is also a retirement community. So instead of like an old folks home, it's, you know, a series of houses and rolling hills and and apartments, but it's all gated. And so when we got there... Uh, we, we, we go through the gates, uh, there, there are a ton of them, it's not like just one gate that you get in and out, there, there are like 18 to 20 gates. You know, 18,000 people, huh? Yeah, 18,000 elderly people. So we get there, we go to her apartment where we're staying, it wasn't a hotel, we were actually Dude, a actively... lot of people think that those kind of uh, communities don't party, but I, I went to one like that out here during a Wayne Newton concert. Holy shit, it was like Woodstock, dude. All these old people <laughs> all hopped up on prescription drugs with their underwear tied over their head. You know, they're all on, on ecstasy, well, painted with face paint. It was nuts, man. Several years ago, The Daily Show did do a report on uh, STDs in the elderly community, and it's it's the fastest-growing segment of sexually transmitted diseases because, you know, the, the kids are hip and aware and use condoms, but old people still fuck for some reason, and they don't think of anything they're they're like well you know she's 80 she probably doesn't have herpes or you know he's 80 he doesn't have genital warts and then they bang but yeah sexually transmitted diseases spread through old folks homes. Well, i don't think it's that they don't, they don't think that they have any stds i think it's just that they don't give a damn you know like they're they're, they're 80 who gives a fuck i like, think if, oh if, i i have a little bump or a rash it's like oh my my my, my Leg is falling off and all my organs are failing and there's nothing I can do. I don't notice anything down there unless it literally spontaneously combusts, okay? Like that's not even in the top ten of my health problems if I get the worst STD. So bring it on. I might as well collect them like playing cards 
and brag to my grandkids about it once Alzheimer's sets in because it just doesn't matter to me at this point. <laughs> That's a, that And besides, a you always very... hear about people saying, oh, I, I'm not doing drugs now because I'm a functioning adult and I'm not a, a, a drunk or an addict like Jake is. But when I get old and I retire and I don't have any responsibility, that's where I'm going to you know, try all the hard stuff. Well, I think there's a lot of people that kind of go the same way, but with uh, crazy orgies with animal masks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're just like, we're, we're going to get weird. We're going to pop. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, first, we're going to blindfold ourselves and, and, and pass around our prescription drug bottles. And you just, you know, you just pass to the left three times, take whatever's in the bottle. We're switching meds, right? That's step one. <laughs> then we're covering ourselves in oil. That's step two. And I, I don't want to go into three or four. This is like a really weird episode of Real Sex on HBO. I don't know why the hell they make that show anymore. But uh, yeah, neither do yeah, I. They they party, man. They they party and they retire. I'll bet people in that eighteen thousand person retirement home that you were at, they're, they're partying way harder than anybody at any college. I, on average, per capita, you know, they're waiting until lights out. They're waiting until 8 p.m. Once once it hits 8 p.m. at the retirement community, they kick everybody under 60 out and they just have weird flabby orgies on prescription medications. And not only do they do that, but then they die because that's where I was going. You took it down the best tangent possible. What you did was just was better than anything I was going to say. Uh, because I was just going to say what what we got told is we get there, it's bedtime, and uh, they're like, oh, by the way, ignore all the sirens you hear at night. That's just the ambulances coming to take care of the heart, ac- heart attack strokes, and they're just collecting the dead. And it's like, all right, well, thanks for that little tidbit of information. You know, like Los Angeles. It's, think, it's you know, they're, they're ODing in the, in the orgies, man. That's <laughs> what's going on. You can only party so hard at 80, but you're also just kind of like, meh. I want to die doing something I love, and this reminds me of Woodstock. <laughs> oh, it's funny because you know how community creates uh, the community around it? So because this is an old folks home, whenever you leave the gate, um, like you literally walk out the front uh, of it, and right across the street is funeral home, funeral home, funeral home, church, synagogue, funeral home, caskets for sale, uh, like they know their market. It's right there across the street. There's no hiding it. They don't even try and go a block away to, to make it like, ah, you know, we're not right in your face. No, it is right there in your face. Like, we know you're going to die, and we are right here. Or when the grandkids visit, it's like, hey, uh, why not stop and pick out a casket before you leave town, you know? <laughs> you know the coolest thing about having um, kinky role play sex when both people have Alzheimer's? is you actually believe you're a firefighter all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get into the role. You become it. You Daniel Day-Lewis that shit for, like, 20 minutes or whatever. Ah, uh, that was funny. You do it. That, that, that's funny. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> that makes I, me not... I can't wait until I'm old and senile now, man. I've never looked forward to Alzheimer's before this conversation, but I'm glad you told me about this place, man. It's in fact, I'm going to, I'm going to get, yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm going to age horribly like I am doing, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure I age even worse just so I could get a fake ID that says I'm 65 at like 51 or something and, you know, look the part and everything and be, you know, mentally on my way out. Now I'm, I'm checking in there a decade and a half early, man. Well, you'll, you'll know fake IDs because you'll have worked at the airport. So you'll be able to muster up a pretty good one. 
to get. That's in. right. I'll, I'll be able to. I'll, I'm going to save the best ones and just kind of. I'm going to be like, listen. I'm going to rent you the car. Just put me in contact with your guy. Make me. <laughs> tell him to make me an old fart. Tell him to do it. Uh, I had a also, that does I he have a hookup it. for Viagra and Vicodin? Tell me. Tell me the ones that are good in there. Get, oh, tell see, him. Tell him to give me the hookup. My thought just returned. That's it's the difference between you and me, and there there are many. Uh, but uh, see, I was walking around the old folks' home, and we took my kids to feed the ducks in the little creek that runs down the center of it, and all that shit. And all I was thinking of uh, is, uh, uh, this isn't so bad. I could die here, like when I got old, because it's clean and. You know, no, when, you, when you get to that age, you're not literally littering anymore or treating shit like shit. It's just this very quiet, well-respected community. And I was just thinking, yeah, I could die here. This is nice. Meanwhile, I'll tell you about it. And you're like, I can't wait to get old to start fucking like a madman. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they got clubs. Right? There's like speakeasies, right, which, which they're all very familiar with. But uh, they, they go in there and it, and it looks like a church or whatever. But then, you know, you go to the confession booth. And uh, you, you tell the priest a little code, you knock three times or whatever. He opens up the, the, the floor in the confession booth. You go down there. It's a 1920s themed speakeasy. And everybody's going nuts in the basement of the church. I, I mean, if it's not happening, I think you should go there and make it happen because I think they would go for it. Dude, I need to, I need to do that in like Williamsburg here, right? Yeah. Like, like you should one of the create your own. Old I, folks I mean, there's society. lots of speakeasies and stuff here. There's, 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 Le- there's leftovers from the day. That. What's up? Leftovers from back in the day? Where no, just... no, no, no. They're not leftovers. They just theme them that way, right? Like, oh, okay. um, I, there's, there's one by me called Last Word. It is, if any of the listeners are ever in Astoria, Queens, it's on Dittmar's Boulevard and 33rd Street. What it is, is it's, it's a hardware store. It, it looks like just a closed hardware store, but then you press the, the bell and a lady comes and opens up the door and you walk through a few rows of like just, just hardware tools and stuff. And then you're in the back and it's like a 1920s themed bar. There's another one I've been to that's um, uh, it's it's a like a small coffee shop where they have cupcakes and stuff. And it's it's a functioning coffee shop. It's just it's really small. You, you It's, it's maybe a. a, a couple hundred square feet i mean just small you know and you could buy a cup of coffee a cupcake whatever but there's a guy standing by the back wall and if you just go up to him and show him your id he just gets on the radio and says that you know we got one or two coming in or whatever and they open up the wall in the cupcake store and you just walk through the wall and it's a 1920s style thing that's kind of neat uh that's That's how I got my start, or where I got my start in comedy, actually. In Milwaukee, the only, at the time, open microphone for comedy was at a bar called The Safe House. And The Safe House had a false front on the main street, but around the corner down the alley was the actual entrance. So, like, if you were on the the street, you'd see, like, this bar front, but you're like, the door is locked, how do I get in? But you go down the alleyway, and there was just a single bulb, uh, you know, light bulb hanging over a, a doorway. You go in the doorway, and it looked like it was a very, like you say, just a very, very small room, but it was made to look like a living room with a bookcase, and there was just a woman sitting in a chair, and you had to tell her a password... And when oh, nice. you, if you told her the password, the bookshelf moved to the side, and then you walked through a small little tunnel and came out 
in the actual bar, and it was themed. It was it was called the Safe House because it was themed on East Berlin, West Berlin, uh, not speakeasies, but you know the whole spy espionage thing. It was a, it was a spy James Bond themed uh, bar. Oh, that's and cool. So, yeah, so you walked through the small tunnel and came out in the bar, and they had a open microphone on Thursday nights, and there was a hidden camera in the room with the woman, and if you didn't know the password to get into the bar. Uh, if you just were like, hey, I, I want to go to the bar, you know, but you didn't know the password, then you had to do something stupid like hop on one foot and pretend and try to juggle. Oh, do something awesome, that was yeah. like embarrassing but not embarrassing. And the, it was broadcast into the bar so that everybody could watch and go, ah, they didn't know the password. But yeah, it was kind of cool. And that's right. That's where I first did stand up comedy was was at the safe house in Milwaukee. And I think it's still around. I'm I'm not positive, but I think it's still there. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think we should we should make one of those that's a, it's a church, but then it's also a speakeasy in, in in back of the church or whatever. Yeah, because Catholics. What, what should we drink. call it, man? What should we call our church theme speakeasy? Ooh. How about the Mary Magdalene? I'm going with Mary Magdalene. I'm going with a contest, listeners. Send us your ideas. I'm going with uh, listeners. Uh, send us, uh, you know, either put it on SoundCloud or message me through NathanTimmel.com or Jake through JakeVeber.com. What would a church uh, fake front, false front speakeasy be called? That's what we want. Let's have our first Idiots on Parade contest, and all seven listeners can uh, tell us what they think. How about the Pope's Lounge? <laughs> you can't fucking enter. We're giving this to the, the listeners, dummy. Well, yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to get the, the juices flowing, the juices with, the, flowing? with the listeners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair yeah, enough, get, the, fair get, the, get the gears moving. So yeah, just brainstorm. Tell us, tell us your best ones. There we go. All right. Uh, as we've been saying the last couple podcasts, uh, hey, if you are one of our seven listeners, tell an eighth person. Tell, tell, tell someone. Um, you know, get the word out. Say, for some reason, I listen to these two morons. They make me laugh. They make me think. They make me cry. Whatever it is, I disagree with them. They make me angry. But uh, even if we make you aroused for some reason, yes. share it. Share it with the, your 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 weird pervert buddies. If you touch yourself to our weird Midwestern accents, then fucking tell a friend. So share it, share it, share it. And then the last thing I will say is, Jake, a couple weeks ago I told you that my uh, CD got picked up by Sirius XM. It's now on Pandora also. So listeners, if you have Pandora radio, you can find my latest CD and a couple of my older ones. So there you go. Listen for me on uh, satellites. And Jake, good talking to you. Listeners, thanks for listening. Later.